0: Elvis Preslin is leading the conversation all across South Africa right now. Now, now. Stay tuned to SFM. Defence Minister Tandi Modise says the defence force is becoming progressively more unsustainable given its already stretched defence budget. Modise was responding to a written parliamentary question from the EFF. She says a review and analysis of the South African Defence Review 2015 will be required by March next year in efforts to revive the SANDF. To discuss this matter further, we joined on the line by Independent Defence Analyst Helmut Heitman. A very good morning to you, sir, and welcome. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Mr Heitman, do you agree with the Defence Minister's sentiments that the Defence Force is becoming more and more unsustainable?
1: But, yeah, in fact, two things. One, it's, it's unsustainable at its current strength with, on the current funding, but more to the point it's, it's on the way down, and it's too weak and too ill-equipped to actually do what it's supposed to be doing.
0: So would you then say that there's a mismatch between the SANDF's mandate, its budget and its capabilities, and the changed security environment that we have?
1: Yeah, look, there's a complete mismatch, there has been for a time, and, and both ministers before that, and they they both warned as well. It, the, the, the problem started with the '98 Defence Review, which assumed that we would never operate in Africa, ever. Hmm. So force design was built around that. And a few years later, we had three battalions outside the country on long-term deployments in B3 or 4th. Then came the Mozambique Channel Patrol, but not additional funding. And that funding chowed into maintenance, chowed into uh, equipment modernization upgrade. It, it ate a little bit into training. And that's, that's created the, the wreck we face now. Plus, other little problems that, with all those missions coming in and the Border Patrol being given back to the defense force from the police, the, the Army, for instance, simply doesn't have enough warm bodies to do everything it's supposed to do. So,
0: so do you feel there's also a need for that review and analysis of the South African Defense Review 2015?
1: Yes. In fact, that, when we I was on that review committee, I was while, mm. on the 98 one as well, when we did the, the review, we started in 11, we actually finished in 13, it then took the political world another two years to actually approve it. But at that time, the intention had been to have a review every five years, which mm. would make sense, mm. because things change. You know, we now have an insurgency right next door in Mozambique. Yes. And we have a situation in the DRC getting hotter again, and the SADC wanting to deploy an additional force into the Congo, including South African troops. Now, I don't know where we're going to find the troops. All the helicopters, things, most of the helicopters don't work at the moment. And on the funding now, it's nothing much we can do about it.
0: So what would be South Africa's defensive position if a military superpower were to attack us? And, and, and how important is an optimum defense force to defend and protect the tor- territorial integrity of South Africa?
1: Okay, fort- fortunately, uh, the only people who could really attack us, other than neighbors, if they were really irritated with us, uh, would be one of the really major powers because others others don't have the ability to get here. If it was a major power, the United States, China, for instance, maybe even India, say, uh, there's not much we could do about it anyway. It was the best one in the world. The, the primary deterrent there would be the submarines, because they make big navies nervous, and the fighter force wants stop, wants up running, but that's a bit too small. The, the more immediate problem is, say, an implosion of, of Mozambique if that insurgency spread south. Then we have a fight on our border. First, we have it affecting the corner bus or power station then the gas fields from which we draw gas, and then up to Port and right next door. Um, for instance, where Zimbabwe to collapse and go into civil war between the army on the one side and the people on the other, we would no longer have the clout to intervene. Mm. Those are problems. The That's looking at the sort of near-term stuff. But both the Suta and the Swatini are fragile. <clears throat> we have, as it looks now, possibly two battalions in the Congo, plus one in the DRC on rotation, plus border. We don't have troops to deal with something like that. Hmm. And the real problem is you have to plan further ahead. Because it takes you 20 to 30 years to build a defense force. Um, a, a crisis can come up far more quickly than that. That's right. And then you sit, sit with egg on your face. For instance, the force the design that was arrived at in the, the review that was finally uh, accepted in 15, that would have taken a minimum of 20 years to achieve. In fact, we should have spread it over 30 to make it more affordable and more practical. Briefly. That's the sort of time frame you should be planning for. And nobody can tell me that in twenty years' time there won't be any crisis of debt.
0: So, briefly, are we then in a crisis?
1: Yes, we have a problem. We can't even protect our waters and monitor our airspace. So, let, let alone do anything else. So, we have a problem, and government has to decide. It. Either it has to say we're not going to do any regional work at all. We're just going to focus on order, maritime zones, airspace, and then we leave everything to our north to other people to deal with, mm-hmm. hopefully in our favour. Well, they've got to find the money to actually create the capability to do what they want the defense force to do. I think And given that we keep saying we're the spokesman for Africa, we really should do the latter.
0: I thank you so much for your time. Independent defense analyst, Helmut Heitman. You are listening to First Take SA on SAFM.